Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Um, as you can tell, my name is Ricky, and well, we've got a big episode for you today. Uh, it's a a big shift. Well, not I wouldn't say a big shift, but it's a, it's a big moment in wrestling tonight. So here to help me discuss all this is my co-host and good friend Clive. Good evening. Good evening, Ricky. Thank you for having me on tonight, and for a short spell, you will also have. Um, my noisy dishwasher to chat to as well. Apologies to the listeners if you can hear that in the background. It shouldn't be on for too much longer, but at least I will have some nice, shiny, clean dishes for tomorrow's wear. You can't hear it anyway. Um, <laughs> well. Yeah. So tonight, you know, normally we would do like the Hell in a Cell preview, but with it only being three matches, um, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it. A little, but I think those three major events taking place, um, two two tonight, and then one in about what forty hours uh, with SmackDown. Um, before we, what we're going to do today is we're just going to it's going to be like a, a listener uh, listeners questions heavily based uh, episode. Uh, we've got a fair few questions to answer, and they all kind of tie into some of the things we want to be talking about tonight. Uh, before we even get into that, I just want to. Obviously, we'll be discussing NXT. Um, not sure about you, Clive, but I'm certainly wanting to talk, uh, delve into a little bit of AEW as well. Um, and then kind of things that are happening and how it's going to affect us. It, because with NXT UK potentially moving over to, on Thursday nights, SmackDown obviously officially moving this Friday. Um, so things might change from our podcast perspective just in terms of like you know how we're going to... That's true what news etc we're going to be discussing and what we're going to be discussing but before we get into it I just want to say that um, as two guys we're not WWE homos as such we don't we don't defend everything we do or try and spin it on a, in a good light I think we call things the way we see it um, there's been plenty of times where we've bashed WWE and, and plenty of times we've kind of told people like, like look at it kind of glass half full so, and in that sense, it kind of leads me to AEW and NXT and the so-called war that's going to happen. Um, I, I'm personally going to watch AEW. Um, it's not going to be 
the very first thing I do on a Thursday morning, because the first thing I do on a Thursday morning is watch NXT. So it'll be later on a Thursday, and Thursday night I start to watch AEW. But my only thing is that I wish people would just watch stuff that they want to watch and just stop bashing one another. Like you've got wrestlers tweeting out saying how big of a, a big day this is both on both companies or both sides. But yet the fans feel they need that like, we need to pick sides. Um, I think that's just absolutely stupid. Um, end of the day, wrestling is wrestling. You get to enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, oh, you should just listen to me because at the end of the day, just do what you want to do. And if someone else is making noise in your ear or saying shit to you, just stick fingers up, middle finger up at them to go fuck themselves and just you go watch what you want to watch. Yep. Um, so yeah, we will, like I say, we will definitely, I want to touch on AEW, especially the new TV deal as well, ITV1 has been announced, um, but first thing I suppose we will touch on is this NXT uh, show tonight, it's it's the first two hours now it's going to be on USA Network, so the last two weeks it's kind of been split, one hour uh, on network, on USA and one hour on the network, but tonight feels almost like a a mini takeover, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you feel that same way in regards to a, a TV show or a weekly product almost being like a pay-per-view. Uh, I understand that, that some of the matches that have been scheduled for tonight are takeover quality. Obviously, you've got Candice LeRae, Shayna Baszler for the women's title. Street Profits versus Undisputed Era for the tag titles and Adam Cole and Matt Riddle for the NXT title, which, as far as I'm aware, is opening the show, according to what Ricky just told me before we pressed record. So when you look at that, you think, well, that's some takeover quality matches, but it still doesn't feel like a takeover to me because I just don't think there's been much of a build because with takeovers, you do have a build. It's slow... Things take time for matches to progress. There hasn't been much of a build for Matt Riddle, Adam Cole, so you've not really got much to sink your teeth into there. I'm sure the match will deliver. I've got no doubts about that. It's just I've not got that hype feeling for it that I had maybe the first week of NXT being on USA. So it's just it's just there, and I'm sure I'm, once things are all said and done, after I've watched it tomorrow, I'll be thinking that was top-notch. It's just it's missing that build that I, that gets me really really hyped for takeovers. Yeah, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Um, my thing is that um, I do agree with you in the terms of there's no been real, there's not been any real build. My, I'm actually more excited about this one than I am for the opening of the show. It was two weeks ago, if I'm honest. Um, Partly because I think I think Champa returns tonight. I I, I think Candice also wins the women's title tonight as well. So do I. Um, you know, so folks, you can listen to this before you go on and watch NXT or AEW. Um, what better way to prepare for that or get hyped for that than listen to us? And then you can see how badly wrong we were. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I I do think this is kind of like a mini takeover. I think. The thing is, like, we said this a long time ago. We said this about a year ago. Remember when we were getting, 
a SmackDown pay-per-view one month in a row the next, and it was like, well, what are SmackDown and Raw? What are you going to do to fill that kind of eight-week void where you normally have the pay-per-view? So we always said you're going to get SmackDown or Raw shows that featured a lot of title matches and potential changes, mm-hmm. and it felt like a mini-takeover. Like, I can't remember exactly who the matches were, but remember the SmackDown, I think it was last year, where they had the three title matches in the one show? Um I think it was a new day where it was in the tag title match. I can't remember who the other two were, but even those felt like mini pay-per-view matches. Uh-huh. Um, I feel this is the same way. Um, I, I definitely think as great as a four pay-per-view a year formula is, you still need one or two of those shows on TV to be like real standout type shows that features a lot of wrestling. I would agree. There's and especially. As you said at the start, my intention for tonight was for this to be a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view show. <laughs> it seems as if WWE have forgotten themselves that it's Hell in a Cell this Sunday because <laughs> from looking at it, let me see, I actually have it up here. You have Seth Rollins versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Hell in a Cell Universal title match. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks in a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, can't wait. I cannot wait for that one. Uh, and another one I'm looking forward to is Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Now, one one thing that's quite noticeable, obviously, right, they've not announced, as far as I'm aware, they haven't announced any other matches. But that's weird. When has this ever happened that they've not done anything for Hell in a Cell? Or not even Hell in a Cell, a pay-per-view, three months to go, three uh, matches with four or five nights to go. Obviously, this is a big week. This season premiere, <clears throat> I didn't realise that was actually a thing when it came to Raw. I must have heard it before, but just, it's like, what? What's this? <laughs> yeah, because, like, in the Social Suplex Messenger group, or was it another WhatsApp group with the Outsiders Edge and Rob? I can't remember. I think it was a Messenger group. I actually asked, like, why is this a, a premiere? And I think this is kind of like the general time of the year where a lot of shows and networks kind of reboot mm-hmm. so you know okay right fine now it makes sense it never made sense to me like why that was being treated as a as a, new, as a premier executive so it was like that so they explained it okay um, that is just what it is over there yep but with so you've got Raw season premiere or as we say season premiere Uh, Suits is finished on USA so that means NXT have got the full two hours obviously AEW is starting up on TNT and on Friday you've got the big massive uh, big bloody deal Smackdown on Fox so I understand from that viewpoint that this is we're all about the TV this week but it's just I don't know why have they forgotten about Hell in a Cell? If they not get something they want to do for Hell in a Cell, surely they must have something in mind for that. Are they too focused on TV at the moment? I think Hell in a Cell has come at the worst possible time. And it's a shame because I really enjoyed the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, especially mm-hmm. the matches we've got. Yeah, because the three matches, like Beckins, Asher is going to be great. I am looking forward to that tag match. Um, I've been very vocal how... The Fiend uh, Bray needs to win the title on Sunday. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. He'll either be DQ'd or it'll be some kind of finish when Braun gets involved, which is just shit. Um, 
and that's not me hating on Seth, that's just me having a, a massive hard-on for Bray. Um, yeah, so, I, I just think it's come at the worst possible time. If it was a week later, then maybe we'll be talking more and more about it, but the fact is, you've got, like you said, NXT going full tools in USA, AEW debuting tonight, Fox, uh, SmackDown moving on to Fox, and on top of that, you've got Kofi versus Brock as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's a... It's, pretty it's unlucky in terms of the timing here um, a lot of the things some of the things I don't think they could have controlled especially AEW and potentially maybe NXT moving over mm-hmm. um, not entirely sure but yeah it's it's certainly it's got a very lacklustre build to it and a lot of these matches are now just going to be kind of thrown on to the show and it's just it's I'll put it like this, I'm not exactly, it's not going to be like the first thing I'm going to be doing come Monday morning, it's like, oh my god, I need to quickly watch Hell in a Cell. Well, I really want to see these matches, <laughs> so it will be for me. See, the, the, the tag team match, right, Roman, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Rowan and Harper. This has been a really weird one because there's not really been much pay-per-view use of these four guys over the last few months. The Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Rowan fiasco, this whodunit with Roman Reigns being attacked, this has all been played out over TV and it didn't even make the SummerSlam card. Right, so, sorry to cut you off, that ties into something, one of the questions we've got, and it's a question from Rance, and he asks... Do you think the TV shows are now the pay-per-view of 2019, meaning that the actual super super shows are diminished to prop up the TV product? Well, in this... Yes and no. Sorry, on you go. In this week, yes, I would say so. That's definitely the case for now. I say yes and no as well. Um, I think, especially... Especially this week, anyway. I think a lot of things have they've been focusing on other things. Um, so the TV stuff might have took priority. Certainly, SmackDown did anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that in this day and age, you know, um, pay per views are like you know that's where feuds will begin or end. Um, but I do think we will still see a lot of like bigger matches on. Uh, the weekly product. Oh yes. Um, I guess it all kind of <laughs> SmackDown in a sense depends on what happens with Kofi and Brock. Um, Something's afoot with that one, definitely. It's unfortunate because I've come round on Brock. You know that it was a mm-hmm. rumble where I was really singing his praises, and but me liking Brock is different from me wanting Brock to have the title again. That's true. Those two two completely different things. Um, like Kofi's reign has just been he's been booked like an absolute star and just been on this absolute monster run and it's not like he's squashing people there's a difference between squashing people and doing what Kofi's done Kofi's overcame a lot of big challenges but he's kind of went um, life and death in these kind of matches you know it's went tooth and nails went right down could have gone either way mm-hmm. So it's not like he's just come in and just destroy people after in quick five ten minute matches. Uh, they've been proper edge of your seat kind of stuff. So yeah, I think yes and no, but I still think 
the pay-per-views are where the feuds will kick, like you say, this, the, the feud settlers, um, and they'll still be treated as as big shows, the pay-per-views, I think. I think with the pay-per-views, that's the blow-offs in terms of matches, but a lot of the storylines going on at the moment, um, with, for instance, the whole Lovers Tiff number 450 between Rusev and Lana, uh, the Maria and Mike Bennett, Canellis carry on. There's a lot of storylines that are going on as just TV storylines, and there doesn't seem to be a payoff on telly. So, uh, sorry, on pay per view. So, I think it's a bit of both, Rance, to answer your question. And, and, and sorry, that's fine that some of these people are not on pay per view because to go on a pay per view shouldn't just be a given. Mm-hmm. It's got to be merit based. You've got to warrant it. You're, you're how you are, like in terms of how hot you are, in terms of how your food, how it's being react, how it's people are reacting to it, and ultimately where you are on the card. Like, and that's where one of the issues I have when it comes to WrestleMania. It's just a case of throw everybody and anybody mm-hmm. on it, and I'm not hating that people are going to be on it. You know, you work so hard, you get the money, but it shouldn't be. You've you've got to earn that right to go onto the pay per view because some matches and some feuds are just not made for uh-huh. a pay per view. Yep. They can be played out on TV. With Raw and SmackDown, I don't think they need to worry about trying to beef up their pay-per-views, apart from this week, cough, cough, um, because they've got a big roster. You've got like it doesn't. You've got enough roster there to fill out and make enough matches where everyone doesn't have to be on the card. We have seen that. However, I think NXT needs to be careful because Triple H has shot his load the last few weeks. Let's not beat about the bush here. Um, it would be silly of us not to say okay, the business side of things that WWE are involved in right now might not be a direct answer to AEW, but Triple H's booking certainly is. Let me put it like this, right? For anybody that thinks otherwise, Vince McMahon in WWE, yes, are technically at war or loggerheads or whatever you want to say with AEW, but not the Raw and SmackDown brand. Say that again, sorry. So, as much as people want to say WWE and AEW are kind of going head-to-head... Oh, yeah, right. Yes, right, yeah, they are, but not. it's not AEW versus Raw or AEW versus SmackDown. It's AEW versus NXT. Yeah, it's Raw versus uh, American football and SmackDown versus, I don't know what's on on Friday nights... It's AEW and NXT but the reason I was saying yep. that Triple H needs to be careful is he's shot his load the last few weeks and he might still do so for the next couple of weeks but might that diminish the appeal and the the excitement for takeovers no because I have faith in his ability to book and see long TV long term I think he's shown that these last five years I think we have we've had some big time oh my goodness moments on NXT the normal TV um, and, and it's a new product in the sense that well, it's not a new product there's a lot of new eyes coming on NXT during those first two weeks you had to make an impact you had to you had a two week jump start on AEW you kind of had to make people want to come back and watch NXT and it was your first time on USA you kind of had to like you said, like literally blow your load and everyone's excited to see it again. Um, so, yeah, I've got, I think Triple H will be fine, but like I say, the real war or the real battle is AEW versus NXT. And that's what's going to, I think, I don't care about ratings. 
the ratings mean absolutely nothing to us over here. It doesn't factor us in. Yeah. Um, but it's just going to be exciting to see if they start pushing one another. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, there's certain things in AEW that I'm, I'm really excited about. The biggest thing I'm, I was excited about is it going to happen for a few months or for however long that was Moxley. But there's still other aspects. I think I'm. I think this is going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be great. I think some great wrestling. But the thing I just can't be bothered with is the absolute cesspool that Twitter's going to become, or even more so now. Um, I hate that people feel they need to make people choose sides, etc. It's like, man, just shut your fucking mouth and sit there and just watch whatever you <laughs> want to watch. And you've but, got you've got the influencers like Meltzer Alvarez and all the lo- all the likes. Um, people will just. That's it, like, I'm not going to shit on it. I've seen people start to fucking say shit about NXT. It's like, I've seen these things because you're all of a sudden now saying that AEW and you feel the need to shit on NXT for no reason whatsoever because NXT has given us zero reason for us to shit on
with the big guns of Raw and SmackDown and be treated the way they should be treated. And because we know that there are stars in that NXT, Baszler, Dream, Riddle, let them stay there and let them flourish instead of possibly... I don't like getting into these arguments, but going on to the main roster and being repackaged as something that they are completely not. Give them give them that space to flourish and become who they, they, they give them the potential that they've got to be a superstar. I think if there's going to be anyone moving from NXT into in the draft, I think all three bands will move around with each other so I can see people from Raw and SmackDown ending up on NXT. Um. But yeah, in terms of the what, that's my answer to Rancy's question and to my question, where do I think people are going to be quote unquote called up now? Not as much, not as much. I don't think. I don't think they need to. They've not had to for a long time. But now you're fighting against AEW and, and, and you're on a big time network. Why are you going to diminish that brand? Why are you going to force that brand to to continually? Regroup and, and, and rebuild on the fly while mm. we're still expecting to have big ratings. Yeah, I wouldn't like anything to happen just now. Anyway, just leave it as it is just now. Yep. So we've got um, several NXT questions. So we'll stick with the we'll stick with this um this theme at the moment. And this next question comes from Rob. It's Rob Ropes. Where does Champa fit in when he returns? Does he does his injury or time out of the ring force him to return as a babyface? Um, yes, it does force him to return as a babyface, unless you do something dramatic. I personally can see him coming back to take on Adam Cole, beating Adam Cole for the title, and then he turns heel again. Yeah, I think this has got Triple H 2001-2002 written all over it. He was a despicable heel, one of the most despicable heels they've ever had. Um, but it's, it's officially kayfabe now where Champa came out and congratulated Gargano for winning the title at Mania weekend so that's set in the record books the, the old canon it's just people are clamouring to have him back and regardless if he comes back as a heel Full Sail are going to lose their minds when he comes out they are going to go absolutely apeshit it will be impossible to have him as a heel Yeah, I agree. It'll take. Let's don't don't force the people to boo him. People want to cheer him. Mm-hmm. Um, let us cheer him, and then maybe a month or two down the line, fine, go ahead and turn him heel again if you want, because he's just a horrible bastard when he was a heel, <laughs> um, and in the most nicest way possible. Um, so yeah, I'm. I think he comes back as a heel, wins the title, or certainly comes back as a face, sorry, before eventually transitioning back into a heel. Um, so we've got another NXT-related question, um, and this time it comes from Murray. Um, Murray asks it specifically for you, Clive. Will we be seeing Leo Rush versus Drew Gilwick or on NXT, or maybe Hell in a Cell? At this rate, Drew Gulak versus Leo Rush will be the main event of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. The, the Triple H said in that thing that quietened the rumours of 205 Live dying, saying that 205 Live will be going under the NXT umbrella, and we've been led to believe by dirt sheets that 
the NXT team will be in charge of creative, but it's still on Smack. It's on after SmackDown Live on Friday night, so it's still it's still away from NXT as far as I, as far as I'm aware. I don't I don't know. I think they'll need to have some cruiserweight matches. Obviously, we had the Leo Rush and Oni Lorcan match a couple of weeks ago. It just depends. I think we'll get that answer on Sunday. I know, um, Murray, that's just a cop-out answer, but I'll go for they'll be at Hell in a Cell because they've not really... They need to fill in that card. Terribly. <laughs> no, I know. I agree. Um, and obviously, NXT... Uh, sorry, 205, moving to Friday. I think we'll probably end up on the Hell in a Cell card. Aye. Maybe even main card, there's room for it now. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of fucking room on that card at the moment. Um, right, so moving on. A lot of NXT related questions. Um, so also, well, well, it's in my head. Once we get done with the questions, I want to, to kind of, if you want, I certainly want to dive into a bit of AEW if we can. Um, right, so this comes from CAF. Do you guys still feel that WWE quote unquote cares about international viewers now that NXT isn't live anymore, or does it not matter since you don't watch it live anyway? So, so I should refer that to us. Um, and then she puts in bracket. I think NXT UK has moved air time too. Um, and she goes, "P.S. I love you, Ricky and Clive. Twitter lacks positive stuff. Um, we love you too." And it, it, will, um, it will lack more positive stuff because I'm not going anywhere near Twitter over the next four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going on Twitter. I'm not going on Twitter till Friday. Um, probably because I don't want things to be spoiled. Right, that's um, fair enough. And then on top of that, I kind of I just want to move past. Oh my god, AEW blew NXT out the water. Oh my god, NXT blew AEW out the water. And it's like, jeez, I can't be bothered listening to this crap and reading it anymore. Uh-huh. Um, from both sides, both sides. Um, right, so, yeah, I think NXT UK hasn't officially moved to Thursday, but it's looking like it's going to. Yeah, no, it um, has, it's official. Is it official? Yeah. So I, I never actually saw it in official. Um, I've not watched it. I never watched it last week. Tuck, I don't know, tuck. week or two behind me. Tuck, tuck. Um, I don't, sorry, it's just difficult now. It's difficult. Um, does it care? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it does. It's just I don't. I'm not sure how it wouldn't care. They've still got a a, a market in other lands. They still do the UK shows. I know that there's been a bit of upheaval with regards to filming. They were supposed to be filming it in Glasgow this year, but they stopped that for some reason. Mm. Uh, they've moved to BT Sports. I don't think yep. it's in as many homes as it was in Sky Sports, but it's still a a popular channel. That will be not yet. It's soon though. I can't remember what exact date. Mm-hmm. And that's Raw and SmackDown, by the way. Yeah. So from a UK perspective, I think it's just the same. Again, personally, selfishly, it doesn't affect me one bit. Um, no. YouTube, dodgy websites with them um, streaming, it doesn't affect me. So if it does, if WWE don't care about their international market, then neither neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I think right so to, to to try and answer the question without saying it doesn't we don't care because it doesn't bother us because at the end of the day it doesn't affect us you know we've got the same website that we go on and watch and mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention that website don't want to take it down um, 
like it's I think moving to USA right makes sense because you're moving to move to two hours and then it's more exposure etc etc I think you look after <coughs> you look after your customers like the ones are that you can reach out to like are quite close by etc so you look after the people in and around you first and then we'll delve into the international stuff I think we'll now start to see <coughs> that NXT will appear on a network the following day as opposed to two days later mm-hmm um, still not ideal I would love it to go on instantly if I could um, but do they care I think they care but I also think the USA deal was kind of too hard to pass up uh-huh. um, yeah it, it's not ideal not ideal but like you say there's just you know there's different means of getting to watch it you know you, you can go about it watch it illegally or you can hell like I think if you go and put like a US VPN in a website or whatever it is, you'll get it. Um, you know, I don't know it, it's far or, as far as if I try to use Rance or Jeremy or Rich or somebody's or Caleb's like, network details, would that recognise me being in Britain? I'm not sure. It's going to be on, I think it will still be on the network the, the following day. And this isn't just... I wouldn't say it doesn't care about international waters. Everything's just been moved a couple of days away, a couple of days forward or back. Don't know, I never know how to phrase that. So you've got that big gap in between with Tuesday nights. Nothing's happening. We've just been used to for so many years. Monday or Sunday pay per view. Raw Monday. Eh, aye, Monday Raw. Tuesday Smackdown. Wednesday eh, two o five NXT NXT UK. And you've got a couple of days, a couple of breathing space, and you've watched all the wrestling you can wrestling you can watch, and then you've got the weekend. As things now stand, your overspill is going to go into the weekend. When it comes to if you're wanting to watch everything that you can get your hands on, it spills in over into the weekend. <coughs> Not ideal for some. Some have got busy lives at the weekend, family and stuff like that. It's just. I don't personally care. I mean, I've had to change things, as you know. Um, this is actually a bit of a public announcement. I have hung up my coat with regards to the 205 Live writing for socialsuplex.com and Lords of Pain, purely because Friday nights for 205 Live, it was always it was becoming more of an issue every week with the shitty network problems and just getting the, the column out on time. Uh, it was becoming a chore. It was becoming a chore, and I do, I do still like two o five live. I just don't like writing about it constantly, and having to make sure it's time sensitive because you've got all the other websites that are trying to get their two o five live clickbait people, their fans watching or reading that. It's on Friday nights now. I've got the weekend. I've got kids to deal with. I've got family to family events. Family, just family. And I personally, I'm just not willing to spend some time writing up about 205 Live over the weekend. And by that time, when it comes to Monday, it's too late. It's old news. So from that perspective, I've decided to give it up and just watch it for pleasure rather than for work, quote unquote. So it has affected me. Aye, it has affected me. Um, Not in a bad way, though. It's worked out quite well. I've, I've loved writing about 205, but... 
it's time to move on to doing nothing at all. <laughs> I know I've not really answered your question, Kath. It's just because we're so... See, because in today's age, we can watch things on our phone. We can watch everything we want on the wee small tablets or phones that we've got in front of us. I'd, my telly is used for Netflix and Amazon. That's all I use my TV for. And I don't really, I'm in my own wee world. I don't know what else goes on outside of it. So from that side of things, I can't really answer fully. I think to kind of put a bow on it, for us personally, Kath, it's never been an issue because we never watched it live. Now, I understand people like in Canada, Mexico, etc., who are all kind of within the time frame of like Eastern Time, Eastern Time Zone over in America. It's an issue. For us, like for person for me and Clive, we like I said, we didn't stay up and watch it live. Mm-hmm. We woke up and we'd watch it the following day, whether it be before work or on a train on the way to work, you know, or you know, in work. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just that's all a routine, and it'll continue being the routine. It'll continue, right? Well, I, I don't go on the network. I just got I go onto this website now and I use it. So for us. It really hasn't changed at all. Um, but to put an, to answer it, I think the best they can do is put it on the network the following day, um, or certainly try to strike a deal with some Canadian TV company if they can, because there'll be a lot of people over there, obviously, that will love it and are affected by it. But for us, person over here, it, it really doesn't change much. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on. Um, I think that's all the NXT related questions we have at the moment. We've let me see. Yes, it is. so we've actually got. No, sorry, sorry. Here we go. We've got one here. Um, so it's again from from Rance. It says, "Can Johnny Gargano be the top star on a mainstream ba- brand?" In brackets, considering NXT is now mainstream. I think, I think Rance answered his question there. Mm-hmm. Um, if NXT are a mainstream band and they are now yeah there's just no doubt about it absolutely because he he looks like us there's nothing quite and it's kind of like Daniel Bryan there's nothing when you look at that when you look at him there's nothing quite extraordinary about him he, he's not exactly this he's not a 6 foot 5 and 250 pound of nothing but sheer raw muscle um, yeah he's, he's a good looking guy but he just looks like someone you'd see walking down the street, so we can all kind of relate to that. And then all of a sudden, he isn't like a guy walking down the middle of the street because of what kind of stuff that he can do in the ring. So he may look like us, but then he has this special quality about him that that makes him stand out from the rest of us. Um, I think so. I think, like, you know, he's he was just absolutely adored, adored for, what, like, 12 for a full year when it was just no doubt who the biggest babyface in wrestling was at that point uh-huh. um, yeah I think there's no doubt about that uh-huh. could he do that on Raw and Smackdown yes but it all comes down to how he would be booked and that's a different matter I think yep it's not judged up to Johnny Gargano to be become a super duper star it's all about the presentation and it will be helped on NXT because some say there are casuals not even casuals that have not watched wrestling in a long time, people who have just not watched NXT, if they're going to start watching NXT, they'll see that rabid full-sale crowd lap up everything Gargano does and says, 
and it will be like osmosis. Those two, three hundred people think Gargano's a mega star, so you'll see you'll just get that good vibes when you're watching it, that positive mental attitude, and it'll rub off on you, and you'll think, wait, this guy's a big deal. I'm going to root for him as well, and as you say, it all works down to booking. Let's use for example, Rusev. You're adamant that this guy could be a big star, right? And you have been for many years. I look at him and I see him in another stupid angle that you'd see on the daytime soap opera and I think he'll never be a main eventer because of the way he's been presented, the way he's been booked, the way he's been um, handled. Gargano has been booked, handled and presented to be a big deal on NXT, so I think the answer is very much yes. I hate, I hate, this, I despise... And Carl, Irvin, I'm looking at you. I despise the size arguments. It really does my boxing to a big extent. <laughs> I don't care what size Johnny Gargano is. Um, he's larger than life when it comes to personality and his moveset and the reaction that he gets from the fans. So yes, 100% yes, Gargano can be a star. Um, two things. You don't ever say a negative word about Carl again. Well, if you've got a spare... 15 minutes I can give, a, give it a right good go no let's not let's not and, and second of all in terms of his size argument I've said it before on this podcast remember when I spoke about boxing when it came to Mayweather when it came to Pacquiao when it came to Roy Jones Jr like Mayweather is is arguable he's not right so he is one of the two absolute very best boxers I've ever seen in terms of like skill and this guy is about my height. Maybe, in fact, no, I think he's a couple of inches smaller than me. I'm about 5'10". So I think he's only about 5'8", five, 5'7". Five, in fact, he's round about my height anyway. And he made his way through the weight classes. And size ultimately doesn't matter when you've got that much skill. Pacquiao started off at, like, fucking straw weight or whatever and ended up winning, like, eight title, uh, eight, and a title in eight divisions. So, you know... If it happens in real life, in real actual fighting, there's no reason why like, people, when people say, oh, I look at Gargano standing next to Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins or Brock Lesnar, and no, that's not realistic. Well, it is realistic because Pacquiao done it. Because Mayweather done it. You know, fucking Roy Jones Jr. done it. Canelo's currently doing it, even though he's, he, was, he started off at a slightly bigger weight, but he's currently starting to do it. So... Yeah, I, I'm not. I've never bought the size argument because I've witnessed it happening in boxing and in MMA. So I genuinely, you know, when I hear the words "vanilla midget," I genuinely get triggered. I hate it. I say it to you because I know it triggers you, but I don't say it with malice or like mean things behind it. I say it to get a rise out of you. I'm going to use Jack Gallagher as an example. I've just checked his weight. His build weight is 167 pounds, right? So, for UK folk, what's that? Since you're really good at maths, Ricky, what's £167 in stone? Just under 12 stone. That's like 11, 13, is it not? Yes, you're right. My God. You should have been in Countdown. Jack Gallagher... Just pu- purely just for the numbers round. <laughs> aye. Uh, Jack Gallagher is just under 12 stone. He's very short from comparison to other guys 
and he looks like a wafer compared to a lot of the other wrestlers. Even on 205 Live, he looks like a wafer. That guy can tie you up in knots before you've even done an el- uh, a collar and elbow. He can literally tie you up in a pretzel. I know it's I know it's all kayfabe, I know that. But Well he's a an ex an ex um uh, it wasn't he wasn't a mixed martial artist, was he a kickboxer, I think, was he? He's got a two and record in Bellator, I think. Right, so um, so like size argument like, man, size is size means nothing. Yeah. Size see when you witness it in like I say in actual real fighting sports then why can't it happen in wrestling? Yep. Like, just just stop. Um, right. So, moving on. <clears throat> so, do we have... I think that was the last NXT-related question. Right, so we'll move on. We've got a couple more here. Okay. We'll leave Murray's final question to last. So, I think I'll take I'll take this one. Go for it. Would you rather have Brock versus The Fiend as champions going into a champion versus champion? Obviously, I think Rance is referring to Survivor Series. Yep. Or would you rather Seth versus Kofi? Um, and I'll, I'll say what I, I say to Rance on Twitter. I would take The Fiend versus Kofi. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I had to go with one of Rancy's suggestions, I would go Brock versus The Fiend. That's how much I love Bray Wyatt. I'm willing to have Brock hold that title again. That's how much I love Bray Wyatt. Um, I've come round to The Fiend after last week's segment on Raw. I think he's fucking excellent. And, And if people don't see it, or don't get it, I think you are just doing your damnedest to not see it or not get it. You need to embrace like, yourself in the fiction of it all. That's what it is. Like, we talk about some of these larger-than-life characters, etc., but then when it, when it presents something like that, we don't take it seriously or we don't take to it. It's just like, what isn't... What 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 do you not like about it? For the first... Apart from the vignettes at the start, for the first time last week, um, Bray Wyatt genuinely unsettled me. I thought this is a bit, this is a wee bit nasty. He's got Braun Strowman in the mandible claw. Braun Strowman's growling, uh, gurgling on the fingers, and Bray Wyatt is gurgling as well and growling and howling and just it sounds as if he's having some sort of aneurysm. I thought, oh, this is this is horror movie stuff. And okay, let's not get into that argument that we had about Seth looking strong. Seth was. Like scared with it all. I just thought the whole presentation was amazing. Really, really liked it, and I thought, right, this is I can something I can get behind. With regards to the question, Seth versus Kofi would be all right. I think though, Brock versus the Fiend would be my preferred choice. Only, and I mean only, if Brock is game to do the scared shitless routine. I don't know about the scares shitless, but certainly remember at times when when he came face to face with Undertaker at times and he looked and he looked and came across as if he was shook. So was, I think he can he can, he can do that. Definitely was, do that. But he was scared of I Dean suppose, Ambrose as well. I know that had a shit payoff, but he was scared of Dean Ambrose. 
So he can, he can definitely do that. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm so behind the fiend. Um, I absolutely love I love Bray Wyatt. I absolutely love him. Um, I would love to see him win this Sunday, but I just don't think that's happening. And I'm just gonna be fucking. I'm just gonna be so pissed off yeah. when I, when it happens. Caleb the Insomniac was texting me one morning recently saying talking about the Mysterio Dominic stuff that happened this week with on yep. and he came up with a decent prediction that Rey Mysterio or Dominic will come down and distract Brock on Friday and cost him the title so Kofi retains I think that would be awful <laughs> oh fucking hell uh, why why would that be awful Yes. Are you wanting to see Brock versus Rey Mysterio? I think we're going to get that. I think we're getting that no matter regardless. And and if it means Kofi keeps the title, then yeah, I can go. I'm on board with that scenario. Well, you'll need to have that at Survivor Series because it really is a Rey Mysterio has to survive his life in that match. Ah, oh, we would just have it at the end of the month for, uh, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> here by the way see this oh see when they start booking booking shit for the Saudi shows it, my tweet see this fucking Team Hogan versus Team Flair get that oh for fuck I fucking wanted to jump out the fucking window when I saw that so it's like the start of a punchline a racist and an alcoholic walk into a bar uh, fucking that's right which one's which Race, as well uh, Racially abuse everybody and drink all the alcohol. <laughs> I, I know, literally, I, so I never saw anything on the train into work. And I'm just looking at my phone, getting into work, and then I get to my desk, and it must have been about quarter to seven, or no, wasn't, sorry, no, it wasn't at work. Where was I? I wasn't getting to work. Where was I? I was on the train, I was going somewhere, I can't remember where I was going. Doesn't oh, we're, we're going up to Glasgow anyway, so I was, I was walking into Buchanan Garage, I'm looking at it. And I get in it, and as I'm reading it, I'm like, I want to fucking jump out this window. And by the way, the top of the Canning Galleries is about it's about a seventy foot drop to concrete. Like I can't fucking believe it. I don't have an issue right with the Saudi shows right because I don't watch it. I'm not one of these people that got on my high horse about it, right? And start bitching and moaning how they're taking this blood money, but then I'll go buy products from fucking China and give them money. Mm-hmm. Right? They're tweeting it out from their iPhones and stuff like that's that. That's it. That's it. So I'm not going <laughs> because I don't watch it, right? So I couldn't care less about those shows, whatever. And not it's, it's when it and I don't watch, and, I, and we've said it, we don't watch because we know because we're not. It's not because we're taking a stance. It's because we genuinely have no interest in some of the stuff that's going on. And and I understand you need to use some of the time in Raw and SmackDown to progress with these storylines and book it. But fucking Hogan and Flair. Oh. You know, those two are probably the most two people that I hate the most. And I hated Hogan before he was out as a racist. Yeah. And I, I've always hated Flair. I try and give Seth Rollins a break because he gets a lot of shit that I don't think is deserved. But see, seeing him cozying up to Hogan, I thought you fucking arsehole This is terrible. Like, I'll get hate for this, and I'm not even sure if I'm lying. Using up valuable Raw and TV, SmackDown TV time to book for Saudi Arabia shows gives me more anxiety than Saudi Arabia's culture in general. 
Oh, you're, you, this is, it's just, oh, it's dreadful. And you know what the funny thing about it all is? Ms. this time you last year, was going into this big, super um, multi-length, multi-month angle with Shane McMahon where he would turn face and we thought he would be the victor at WrestleMania and he would be this super-duper face. He hosted the Miz TV show with um, Hogan and Flair and they didn't even pick Miz to be in one of their teams. <laughs> like, fucking hell, Miz, what, is, is he being punished or something? <laughs> uh, Miz, this is this glorious face turn has been one of the most disastrous face turns I've ever seen. Oh, it is now. Um, yeah, but I, that's that's where it's difficult. Where how do you book the Saudi show without doing some sort of angles on Raw and SmackDown? That's where it's difficult. But okay. I don't need fucking 20, 25 minute segments for it. Give me a quick five minute segment, get over and done with and get them the fuck out the door. I absolutely hate Hogan and Flair. So much. Wasn't Flair trying to trademark the man recently? Yes. So you never ever called yourself the man. Well, I did, but still. No, it was to got to be the man, you've got to beat the man. That was his thing. But even if he did say it, it's like, fucking grow up. Jeez. Put down the liquor. And he's, just... going to end, he's going to end up in the root beer zone soon. <laughs> oh, no, it's just... That would be a bad mistake if they'd done stuff like that. AEW if they brought in Flair or somebody. Oh. I don't like him. Either of them, I don't want to see that shit. And uh, let's move on because they just they annoy the living hell out of me. I wish Hogan would go away forever. One day he will. One day he will. <laughs> oh, that was ominous. Ah, uh, right. Final question. It's from Murray. For Clive and Ricky. Why did you put Clive's name first, Murray? It's alphabetical. Anyway. That's not the way. Anyway, thoughts on the so far announced fear and loathing card for both nights. So, for folks, that's the ICW show. Uh, it's going to be in um, what in a couple of months, start of December. Yeah, it's their big, their big um, show. Yep. Not to be confused we with big, uh, big Paul White. Yeah, we were we were there last year. Um, we got to see the brothers' co- brothers' coffee button one another. Uh, right, so let me look at the card. Let me look at the card. Alright, so we got the Sammy Callahan match has been announced. Murray sent me the four. I just need to go back and look at it. I can't remember who he's taking on now. Sammy Callahan is facing off against returning from injury BT gun. Right, okay. Which is not a very wise move. That's one of those matches I'll just be skipping, probably. Sorry to BT Gun, but I'm not interested in seeing Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I don't fucking like Sammy Callahan either. There's the women's title match. You've got Casey. I'm not sure if she's been on NXT UK TV or if that was a dark match that we saw, but Casey Owens, she's the, the women's champion and they've got an ongoing tournament at the moment. Uh, Isla Dawn seems to be the front runner so far. Isla Dawn cut one of the worst promos I've ever seen. Do you remember... Uh, Kalisto 
that time at the draft when he was talking. <laughs> yes, I saw the promo. Oh. The Baron Corbin one. Yep. Well, a couple of weeks ago on ICW, I mean, ICW's taped. They could have said, cut, let's start again. Oh, bad. Sorry, sorry, Isla Dawn, but not a good day at the promo office there. If you get Grado versus Ravy Davy, which is just bad. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> Battle of the Bams. I absolutely love Ravy Davy. One match I'm very much looking forward to is Aaron Echo versus Alexander Dean. Alexander Dean was the UEWA champion and he, was, he had Lionheart's last match. These two have had a couple of matches so far where Aaron Echo got a nice, quite cheeky roll-up for the first match uh, and Alexander Dean dominated in a sort of brutal fashion Aaron Echo in the last match that they had together but things got heated quite quickly and it was a really good match it was one that I didn't think I needed in my life but wow, very excited for that uh, you've got the you've had the King of Insanity match which is basically a super duper death match you've had the Queen of Insanity and now we have Kings of Insanity so that is your tag team champions um Kings of Catch versus The Purge. The Purge are your Kings of Honours champions, so they won that six-man tag tournament yep. and they had a title opportunity of their choice. Their um, sorry to cut you off, folks. See, honestly, for people who are not familiar with some of the guys in ICW, go, walk, go watch Kings of Catch. Yes. we that's, that's a tag team that we both really, really like. They're really, really good. Go like just go watch a few of those matches, or certainly come watch this um, match in. Oh, sorry, no, it's November. I don't know why I said December. So it's the start of November. So what? We're less than four weeks away, or so. Yep, it's about a month away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Kings of Catch are very heavily influenced by Young Bucks, and they make no bones about it. They're very open about that. Um, their nickname is the Young Fucks, basically. <laughs> You've also got on the first night. Uh, Liam Thompson versus NXT UK's own Wolf Gang for the Zero G Championship in a good housekeeping match. If you've not seen a good housekeeping match since Jeff Jarrett versus China, then I can assure you this will be very much fun. I'm not sure if the Good Housekeeping Two is on YouTube, but look at look for it. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, they had a big massive sponge like the size of a man. Wolf Gang pile drove. Liam Thompson onto the sponge and Liam Thompson just stood up and said what was that supposed to be like this this is humour but you're getting Irish whipped into bath, full bathtubs and stuff this was brutal but hilarious well worth your time on YouTube if you can find it uh, you saw the, the title match for night two. Oh yes Stevie Boy versus our, ah. our king Joseph Jai Coffey Everybody's fucking king. <laughs> um, you've got some square go Royal Rumble qualifying match going on at the start on night two. You have the nine nine versus the Fight Network. I've met Lou King Sharp at Haggerson Castle Caravan Park. Got a picture <laughs> with him. A Glasgow Street fight between Kid Fight and Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson is, is an absolute monster, horrible bastard, but he's excellent. I'm sure some Progress fans will know of him. So that should be another good one. And it's a Glasgow Street fight, so they do actually take to the pavements and the sidewalks and the bus stops for that one. And Noam Dar returns. Yay! 
You've got Mark Coffey versus Andy Wilde. I, I really don't know why NXT UK keep passing on Andy Wilde. It, it baffles me to my, my very soul. This guy's See, a big well, tank. I'm, I'm surprised they never brought in Joe Henry either. That's a weird one because he's got he's got a wee bit of everything to him. He's got really solid wrestling, yep. solid promo. Uh, he's confident and he's a Scottish guy who is very articulate. Just, I, like, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Just solid, or like there's nothing that he does that's like, oh my goodness, he just does everything quite well. He's got. He, I think I think he's really good. He's like a seven in everything. Mm-hmm. on all the categories when you tally that up say it's out of Bret Hart's three categories that's 21 out of 30 that's not too bad in this day and age and I'm surprised to let Martina go to Ring of Honor as well I know especially with how Ring of Honor have been recently but I'm so I'm so gut- gut- gutted that I'm not going to Fear and Loathing this year I really want to we need to promise each other, Ricky, that we'll go to some TV tapings next year. No, definitely. Especially if they've got the Gonzo show as well now. Mm. So plenty to look forward to, but need to go to more ICW this year. I wore the ICW t-shirt in work last Monday, and this um, new start came up and said, do you like the wrestling? <laughs> no, mate. Just can't have my wrestling t-shirt on. Uh and uh, so we started talking and she's she's going to Fear and Loathing so I was quite jealous so oh is she did you at least plug the podcast uh, no but I'll go and oh. I'll get the Rick and Clive wrestling show t-shirt and go and just stand at her desk tomorrow no just walk over to her and just bring up wrestling and say oh by the way I do a podcast listen to us it's uh, the best podcast in the Shire is she on Twitter don't know her name <laughs> right, no, for real, go up to her tomorrow and, and ask her. Excuse me, do you like podcasts? <laughs> no, just tell her you do a wrestling podcast. I will. Alright, okay. Alright, so I think that's the last of our questions. I mean, we had two stupid questions which we're not even going to answer. Oh, go um, on, go on, just I'm, for the I'm shits. looking at you, Caleb. I'll, I'll answer them then. Right, so Caleb, Caleb says, "How much better is your pod? How much better is your is your pod than both NXT and AEW combined?" My response to Caleb on Twitter was, "This won't be answered," and that was it. And I left it at that. And then you say because it doesn't need an answer. Uh, and also, the correct answer is it's as better as Batista's dick is big. <laughs> It's not better, alright Caleb? For fuck's sake, Dan, I've said it. Nah, I'm joking, it's fucking better. <laughs> what was the other question he asked? A baseball one? Yeah, a baseball one, you won't understand it. Well, chop on, Caleb, chop on. Ask the question and I'll answer it then. Jeez, can't we're giving, we're giving Caleb far too much attention here. And how many games will the Braves win the World Series this year? Five. Okay, so they're going to win at 4-1. Uh, it's best at 7. I thought there was about 50,000 games in a World Series. 
No, in a regular baseball season, there's about 500 games. Oh, it's alive. There's about there's like 200 or something. Oh, it's a best of seven, right? So the two teams will go three each, and then it will be a double count out in the last match, and they'll form a tag team baseball team, and they'll be one of the best tag teams in wrestling. I mean, baseball history, and they'll be called the Cesar. They'll be called the Bar. <laughs> Nicely done. Right, so that makes up for the questions. Uh, oh, Carl, ask a question. I don't know if you want me to answer that or not. Carl has big, like, he's got root beer Tourette's right now. <laughs> Every second word out his mouth is root beer. I fucking love him. Right, so. Anyway. That makes that brings us to an, a close to our listener questions. Thank you, listeners. So we quite well there. We pretty much covered everything we wanted to, but I wanted to talk a little bit more if you want to about AEW. Okay, on you go. <laughs> so I'll just take over here, right? No, not so much take um, over, but just. But like, so they've announced the. I, I would say I wouldn't say a new, but this company. New a new agreement with ITV, so yes. AEW will be available from Thursday nights at seven o'clock. I think it was, um, and then also have a rerun on Friday, and I think again on Sunday. Full two hours on a Thursday, which is quite good, you know. So that's less than twenty four hours. Um, less than twenty four hours later, it's going to be available to us. Certainly quicker than what NXT is available to us at the moment. Um. But, Cody, you're turned around and says your UK TV deal was going to be better than WWE's. Shut the fuck up and don't make statements of that again until you, unless you can back it up. Right? Just yep. want to say that. Um, in terms of AEW itself, oh, like I says, I was like, I loved Ambrose and whatever he was going and watching. Mm-hmm. Watched all his stuff in G1. Um, love Mox. I was so disappointed when he was injured so that kind of like it didn't it wasn't it didn't make me feel like I'm not going to watch AEW but it's certainly like the main reason why I was going to watch and it, it was just I know it's it's it's, it's gotten that he's not there I'm going to watch I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a, a chance the same way I gave I never really gave the G1 a chance because I kind of knew what it was but I was like right I'm actually going to go watch this because I want to see does this live up to the hype? And ever since I started watching G1, now I don't watch every single match, but I certainly watch it every week, um, whatever I can from the New Japan product, whether it's just going back and looking at older matches or try to keep up with different shows, but Kiss keeping a strong style, keeping me on the right track in terms of what's happening and stuff, so I'm still delving into New Japan at the moment as well. Shout out to Kiss. Yep. Um... When it comes to AEW, like I say, NXT is going to be first thing Thursday morning. It's going to be NXT. Later on in the day, it will be AEW. Probably won't be until the Thursday night when it comes on ITV because I won't have enough time between getting to work and during lunch to finish watching NXT. So I'm going to give it a chance. I'm hoping that there's going to be less. Look at them, or you know, less bash. W, I hope there's less WWE bashing. Aye, it's fucking embarrassing. 
it's embarrassing. It's too much. It's just like your your world champion turns around and says one moment that well, they wanted a war or we wanted a war and now it is a war. And then all of a sudden you come out and say, oh, we didn't want the war, but yet your CEO or whatever fucking title of Cody's got comes out and bashes like a Triple H throne and stuff, and you're continually making references to them. Your owner continually making references to them, un unprompted. May I say when he's still bringing them up, and it's like just focus on yourself, like. I even say that about NXT and WWE. Like, don't even acknowledge AEW. Focus on yourselves. Better yourself. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the rivals. Dude. Just make sure you're the absolute best that you can be. Exactly. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping for less of that. I'm looking forward to seeing Kenny Omega week in, week out. I'm fucking... I cannot wait to watch Pac again week in, week out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Hangman. I'm looking forward to watching Hangman. I fucking hate Cody. I hate Cody. We'll not be giving him the time of the day. I'll watch if, I, if he's, uh, he's up against anyone I find interesting. Um, the Lucha Bros are in private party. Like I think that LAX coming over as well, that tag division is just, from top to bottom, just loaded with talent. Um, it sounds like I'm kind of gushing over them. I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm going to give them an opportunity. But see if in a month or two months' time, if I just feel like, do you know what? I, I can't handle it because, like I say, I don't want to hear the constant, we're better than them or, you know, the constant bashing of WWE. And it's like, you're just starting to turn people off. And I'm sure the product itself will deliver. I, like, I don't see how it can. But what's going to be interesting now is, I want to see what they're going to be in six months' time and how booking is and how the direction it's going because it's all well and good booking random pay-per-views in, in this first few months. You can't really... You're waiting for angles to build up and people to build up and, and get into feuds, etc. So once the dust has started settling and started to clear, you then get an idea of, right, well, how are they going to handle us? How are they going to do it going forward? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Just happy now that we get access to it legally uh, a day later and it kind of ties in beautifully because like it says kids will be fed um, it'll be more or less nearly bedtime when it comes on you know so and and, and this sounds bad but the wife doesn't get home from work until half past eight on a, Tuesday, on a Thursday you know so I virtually get the full almost two hours just to sit and watch it so it's kind of worked out almost perfectly for me um yeah, man, let, let, let's just see what it's about and let's just... I, I hopefully enjoy it. I really do. I want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, like, there's the only way for me that I won't enjoy it is if they turn me off it. I um, think... Right, okay. Like I say, man, NXT is... has been number two for a long time because uh, NXT UK was... is still is my number one. Um... NXT is still going to take priority come Thursday, but like I say, this announcement that it's going to be on Thursday nights at seven o'clock is just it's just absolutely perfect for me. It's they've they've um, reduced the damage control. It's a very good spot they're in now with the ITV hub. I think I can even get that for free if I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done well there. However, this has this has come from damage control. Uh, oh, definitely. Like. Let's not beat about the bush. They got some serious backlash, rightfully so, for a fucking terrible deal. Um, 
Cody, it was not the best. It was not a much better deal than WWE. Uh, when you say that, you probably didn't even have a fucking deal in place. Um, ITV four, you make out as if that's a big deal. There's ITV one, two, and three before it, so it's not that big a massive injection um, into the sort of mainstream of UK. I will be ITV. Honest. Sorry, ITV four. To put it into perspective, I think for American listeners is basically like. ESPN 4 if there's such a thing if you know what I mean mm-hmm. so you get ESPN but then it's like a channel it's a sort of ESPN do run but it's just all sorts of nonsense on it see you were talking about being put off by them I think I already have been put off by them and that plays a small factor into why I probably won't be watching AEW in the near future anyway Cody and the Young Bucks are f- fucking assholes, as far as I'm concerned. They're just dicks. Keep I've, I've said that Cody comes off like a self-righteous little bastard. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got little little brother syndrome, and it's just embarrassing sometimes, especially when it comes back to hit him in the face. So they have put me off on that side of things. Yeah. They, they are... Jealous of his two elder brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the... I would say the sort of standing that we've seen for AEW in the last couple of weeks has been more sort of more over the top than some of the Fed Defence Squad stuff I've seen. It's just so I have been put off by it. However, the main reason for me not watching it, you can believe me if you if you want or not. On Thursdays I'll be watching NXT and then I've got NXT UK. Fridays I don't know what I'll be doing, but then I've got the weekends to catch up on SmackDown. 205 and ICW ICW are going to be having more weekly shows so I make time for ICW all the time I don't talk about it a lot in the show but that's like one of my main things that I watch so I just won't have really have the time to watch AEW it's from a, um, a logistics point of view that I won't be catching them but when you've got your EVPs who can't wear their EVP hat properly it's just a bit ugh, I'm not really interested in what you have to tell me and, and that's what's going to be interesting, I think, going forward. Can they put the ego to one side? They've not shown that so far. I think, like, looking at it, I think the only one that can would be Omega. Aye, but what about that shite I said the other week? What? Um, NXT guys, they would be in a dark match compared to me. If we were all in the same show, they would be in a dark match and I would be in the main event. I mean, <laughs> it's Kenny fucking Omega though. <laughs> it's, I know it's just he's, he's in his um, fucking RP, you know, like he's in RPG land, but it's just right, so like in that impact. sense. Right, so if you put all four of them in, right? Uh, don't fucking start. Like I can, I can rattle off like ten, fifteen guys just just like that that are better than Cody Rhodes. And they're all they're all mouthing off. You've got Brandy, you've got Tony Khan. All of them are back chatting to folk, folk on Twitter. It's like fucking. You say what you want about Vince McMahon, but he just leaves it to a wee birthday message and says, uh, "Happy Martin yep. Luther King Day" and stuff like that. He doesn't get involved even, in all this shit. And even and even Triple H. Imagine shite Triple H and Stephanie must see. It's like that's who, this is where I think they'll start exactly. to learn. 
I think they'll start to learn that they can't they can't rise to trolls, they can't rise to the bait, and they've just got to move past it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, I think they'll eventually start learning that. And 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 what I'm going to go back to you saying that this turns you off. You're not the first person I've heard saying that. And 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 I don't want to say that they don't care about that because. <coughs> You're still a wrestling fan, so why would you want to turn any fan off you? Right now, they've got like a hardcore, rabid fan base, right? That, that's appealing to at the moment. But don't turn people off who are potentially interested in your product away because of your comments and the way you're coming across. I would be in the same boat as you in terms of interest if it wasn't for, for if it wasn't for Mox, Pack, and Omega. If if you know, that's, that's three big names. If those three weren't there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't probably wouldn't watch it. If there's anyone that I want to see a lot, it's the Lucha Brothers. No, they're fucking. Tell me, man. I know they're a tag pri- team. Pri- unit, but... Private party as well. Like I've, from, I've saw a couple of those matches now. I think they're just they're they're phenomenal as well. I um, personally think Pentagon Dark, whatever you want to call him. I know he's in a really good tag team, but that guy is fucking main event. Penta is amazing. Yep, yep. So I would love it if he was became sort of broke away and became a big deal in the main event scene. And was it doesn't even have to be the main event scene if they're going to treat this tag team division as seriously as the Bucks say they will. I think they will. I think they will because the Bucks are involved in it. I think they will. I know it's just they say shit and then they don't follow up with it. I mean, look at Cody. I know, saying, but I think I think it's because that's their bread and butter and that's who they are as a tag team. I just thing. can't see them neglecting it, and at the same time, I, I, I said I'm holding off, thinking that they're just going to continually put themselves over all of them. I don't see that happening, if I'm honest. Um, I don't even see Cody beating Jericho when they face off. It is it full gear or whatever it's called, Metal Gear Solid pay per view that they've got. Going <laughs> on. Um, I, I, you know, so I don't see that happening. And, and look, that seems like we're now just having a right bitching session about AEW. As I said at the start of the show, we call things when we see it. See, if NXT start doing certain shit, we'll call them on it. If when Brock if Brock beats Kofi, you darn damn it fucking next week we're gonna be like, here we fucking go again. Mm-hmm. We are not AEW stands and we are not WWE stands. We just call things the way we see it. And the way I see it is they need to mature a wee bit. And, no, definitely. And before they start saying things, don't say them in the first place. Because look at the Cody saying equal pay or something like that. They're going to have super duper money in their contract. And then you've got Luchasaurus tweeting out last night or something saying me and a couple of other guys have got Apache on set up. Yeah, that doesn't look good. And now that you mention Luchasaurus, I don't know if it was just Jericho being Jericho or it was kayfabe or what, but he's turned around and said Volta is a worst name. And professional wrestling, that motherfucker, you've got a person in your company called Luchasaurus. Ah, uh, I kind of like that name. Oh, no, but you can't turn around and say, Volt, like, come on. It's not, it's, it's, it's Volter, it's not even Walter, it's Volter. Jericho's like, just been Jericho. You know what he's like. See, that's what I think, I think that's what it is. And, and, look, man, at- see, bottom line, I'm, this time tomorrow, this time tomorrow, I'll finish watching it and I'll give you feedback, like, honest feedback to you and next week in terms of what I saw because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who I won't listen to what they thought about it because 
some of them are going to say nah, it wasn't even that good when it, when it could have been, and some people are going to blow up harder than it actually was and say it's the greatest show they've ever seen, which I know is not going to mm-hmm. be true. So I'll watch it and form my own opinion on it. And I'll watch it from start to finish. I'll even watch a Cody match, etc. Mm-hmm. Jer- um, look at when Jericho tweeted out as well. He's just looking for a bit of um, exposure. He's on- not daft. He's not daft. I know, he, knows, he knows full well what he's doing. I tell exactly. you what, I can't guarantee it. I cannot guarantee it, but how about I try and watch the first episode of AEW so we can have a proper chat about it for Monday, eh, Wednesday. I, yeah, I think I can't guarantee it though. No, it's fine because I will watch it. I just want to, like I said, I'm, I'm just genuinely intrigued to see how it all goes. But like I say, the the, uh, the real intrigue or the real, right, well, let's see what's happening now will be six months down the line when, you know, the dust is starting clearing and, and we're starting to see feuds and we're starting to see, like, how things are developing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I say, folks, we're not here to fucking bash them. Like, we'll just call people out on the shit that we see. Um, and they've said a lot of shit. They've not backed up or, or they've backtracked a little. Um, but overall, like, I'm still... I'm still here to watch it. I'll be watching. They've not turned me off to that much where I'm not going to watch. I'm just, I'm still genuinely intrigued by it all. And I think that crowd is going to be fucking insane tonight as well. Sure it will. Bunch of marks, a lot of them. <laughs> We're all fucking marks. Right. Thank Everybody you. One of us. Thank you, listeners, for the questions. Uh, sorry, you're the host tonight. I just stepped on your toes. Sorry, thank you, listeners, for the question. <laughs> Speaking of questions, would you like a quiz? Let's do it. It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to put my cards out on the table here. I stole this idea. Okay. So I have to uh, give a shout out to the podcast Five Nerds Go. They did a quiz only episodes recently and one of their rounds was the round that I'm going to give you tonight. Well, they did it a bit differently um, in terms of what they were identifying. And I'll make it a wrestling one. So thank you Five Nerds Go for this great idea. I hope you enjoy it. Uh Right, so the... Oh no, my fucking pages went and disappeared. <laughs> right, it's coming up now. So, what I'm going to do is... You have to guess the stable. Okay? And the way you guess them... Is by... Me giving you their shoot first names. Mm-hmm. And you... There may, some of these stables might have more than five or six or seven people. For the most part, I will only give you four names, right, or five. So, I'll give you a nice easy one to start to explain it. So, you've got to name this stable by me giving you their real first names, all right? So, the first one, Stephen, Stuart, Miroslav, and Alberto. Stephen, Stuart. Miroslav and Alberto. Decorations? Correct. Number two. Mark, Aki, 
Aki. I said Aki, yes. <laughs> right, okay. Ron. Just in case what you was that one? Ron and okay. Dwayne. Um, um the nation of Domination. Number three. You're doing well so far. You're doing well. Do you do you like this one so far? It's quite good. Yep, I told you, I fucking told you you'd like it. <laughs> Number three, Christopher, Austin, Robert, and Kyle. Radicals? No. Do any Say of those names? Do any of those names sound Mexican to you? Oh, that's true. Say it again. Christopher, Austin, Robert, and Kyle. Undisputed Era. Correct. Who's Austin? Uh, Adam Cole. Is it? Mm hmm. Uh, and Christopher is Roger Strong. <laughs> <laughs> so he went from a bog standard name like Christopher to a bog standard name like Roderick. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Kate, Kate would have known that answer. He would have. Number four, William, Andrew, Stephen, Lance, as in Lance Storm, could be. I don't know what the fuck that group was called again. William. Well, if you name the people in it, I'll give you the point. So was it William? William, Andrew, Stephen and Lance. Who the fuck else is in that group? What group? The one with Lance Storm. <laughs> no, I don't know it. I don't even know if it is Lance Storm. Full name is William Jason Riso. Andrew Martin, Test. Stephen Regal, Billy Regal, and Lance Storm, the Un Americans. Damn it. Done shortly after 9 11 as well. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Sake. Jesus Christ, WWE. Number five. I mean, fucking remember, they brought out Mohammed Hassan, which basically was a, he portrayed a terrorist. Rest in peace. He's still fucking falling from. After the Undertaker, what was it, the last ride? Last ride through the stage, <laughs> and he's never been seen since. Uh, he's still falling at this moment in time. 15 years later, he's still falling. Yeah. Oh, 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 I think he just landed. To the depths of hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Number five Nick, Adam, Drew. Nick, Adam, Adam. and Drew. Quite recent. Who the hell's the other one? Well, no, there's only three in this one. And it no, be- it's it's Dolph, Drew. Mm-hmm. Who was the third person there? Nick. Do you want a clue? Adam. Who the hell was Adam? 
Would you like a clue? Yes. Super Showdown, Australia. Oh, fuck. Oh, Bron. Can you remember their name? No. So they were facing off against the Hounds of Justice. Uh, shield. Uh huh. So what was their name? Hounds of Justice. Can't remember. Dogs. Can't of, remember. Dogs of War. Okay. Number six: Michael, Brian, Sean, Paul. Michael. Michael, Brian, Sean. Yes. Yes, correct. DX. Number eight: Serona, Trinity, Mercedes. Sasha? She's one of them. So, BFFs? Uh, no. Um, Was it the Raw? The Raw group? Yep. Oh. I'll give you the point if you name the other two. can't remember who the fucking other two well now. Trinity. You must know that one. I think that's... Naomi? Is yep. it Naomi? Uh huh. Is that her real name? Trinity Fatu. Uh, who's the fucking other one? Uh, another one of island descent. Um, her dad's a murderer. Ah, uh, that's what I'm going to say. I can't fuck her name again. Snoo- Jimmy Snooker's fucking Tamina. Tamina, yeah. Her dad's a killer. Her right. dad's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucking is. Uh, may his rotten soul burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So many times we've thought Jeremy's going to kick off us and kick us off the network, and this episode's going to do it. Ah, see, Jeremy's good. He doesn't just cancel networks and stuff. Moving <laughs> swiftly on, number eight. Uh, number eight you ready Michael (laughs) Michael Barry Sean Charles and I'll give you a fifth one Lisa Michael Barry Sean Charles Lisa Michael Sean Charles Barry Lisa. Is Lisa China? No. Is Michael HBK? He is not. This is this per- like I had only found this out tonight. This is actually I thought his middle name was his first name. This Michael Feller. Michael Barry Sean Barry. Charles and Lisa. Who's Lisa? Four guys, not women. Do you want a clue? Yes, please. 
the second best ever stable that there has ever been. Number one being the League of Nations. Obviously. I don't know who that could be. Oh, come on. Michael's middle name is Stephen. Um. They also had the best entrance music there has ever been. In your mind or mine? Our mind. <laughs> Do you give up? Um, yeah. It was right to censor. Oh, for fuck's sake. Number 10. Dory, Sarah and Giona. G-I-O-N-N-A Um You sound like you know it The riot squad Well done Ricky Well done Because I know Giona's live Mhm. I didn't I thought it was Elizabeth Number 10 the biggie here. It sounds like I'm reading off fucking books of the Bible here. Are you ready? <laughs> Paul. Paul. Peter. Andrew. Joni. That was Joni, not Johnny. Ray. Ken. Shane Patrick Rodney Gerald <laughs> Glenn Vince Vance? Oh, I need I need the specific name. Authority? That wasn't their name. <sighs> I know what the fuck was their name. Um, I can't, can't remember what they fucking called themselves. The name sounds like one of the leading soaps on AEW's new home. The fuck? Uh, sounds like a soap name, as in a soap opera. I don't mean fucking. Imp- no, but I don't even know what comes on TNT. No, I mean ITV. Oh, right, ITV. <laughs> Coronation Street. <laughs> yep, so what sounds like Coronation Street? Why <laughs> can't I remember this name? Five, four, oh, three, two, one. The answer was, is, and always will be, the corporation. Oh, for goodness sake, Ricky. Oh. Let the side down there. Oh, I know. I got all the other hard ones. I couldn't even get that. I mean, you fucking get the riot squad. <laughs> you know what? I'm quite disappointed. And 
What? I genuinely expected the last one to be Gallus. Well, there's Joe, Mark and Barry. Still. It's quite easy, that one. Still, though. You got one, two, you got right to censor and corporation wrong. That's good going. Well done. I quite enjoyed that. I knew you would. That's an apology for the shit quiz that I did a few weeks ago. I can't even no, remember was, what I did. That was that was bad. That was awful. Thanks again, five nerds go. Um ladies, right, you do the plugs. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we have been Ricky and Clive. You can find us on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. On the app of your choice. Um on the network, you'll find Keep It Strong Style with Jeremy and Josh, aka JNG Security. One Nation Radio with Rich and James. You'll also find All Things Elite. Um, also, there is Get in a Ring and Grown Men Watch the Shit. That says We Are Ricky and Clive. You can find us on Twitter at Ricky and Clive. Not going to find us there tomorrow. Um, you can find us also on the Social Suplexes Facebook group, which is the Wrestling Square Circle on Facebook. You can get your own Ricky and Clive t-shirts alongside, along with One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Style and Social Suplex on Pro Wrestling Tees. Yes, Pro Wrestling Tees. Mine went blank. And also, you can get access to on I don't remember now. It's, See, this is, it's changed now yeah. anyway. Has it? Yep. Uh, powerslam.tv If you go yeah, in... That's it. Put, put the promo code of social suplex. Yep. You get over 6,000 hours of wrestling now. So there you go, folks. Why wouldn't you do it? 6,000. I've never even heard of that number before. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, uh, so... Just to reiterate my point from earlier on the show, big, big three days in the wrestling, the wrestling business. Um, just go watch what you want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have fun. Tell everyone else to fuck off and go do your thing. And stay off Twitter. Oh, definitely stay off Twitter. Come definitely stay off Twitter. Unless I've, I've been a... Uh, losing sleep and brownie points with the family for playing too much Pokemon so come and chat to me about Pokemon if you want I'm well into that just now or if you want you can come chat to me about FIFA 20 and how they've ruined the career mode <laughs> but I will say this come um, I think tomorrow night so around about maybe 9, 10 o'clock other time or Friday morning I think I'm going to put a little thread, a little thread together on Twitter regarding AEW and NXT um, hopefully all the hysteria would have died down at that point um, so I might just log on and just and give like a brutal assessment if mm-hmm. I'm honest of both shows especially AEW I think um, because I think people are going to blow that up too much um, but who knows we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um, hopefully it is a good show and like I says, I expect to enjoy at least just a couple of matches there that I'm really looking forward to so yeah Bring it on. Just bring it. Yep. So I've got a proposition for you. I've got a breaking news, right? And I promise you, 
If you don't pop it this, I'll stop it forever. Here we go. Deal? Okay. Uh, breaking news, Ricky. The Bella Twins are going to be the, the forefront, the champions, the faces of a new movement. Basically, basically, the Bella Twins are looking to make it sort of acceptable again for women to have pubic hair again. <laughs> right? <laughs> Because you know the the trends in the last decades or so have been like Hawaiian, Brazilian, freshly shaven and all that stuff. But they want to bring back lots of pubic hair. Uh, and they're going to actually do a programme about it, a reality show, and it'll be called Total Beavers. He told me about this joke a couple of days ago. Not the actual joke itself, but he was saying, like, I've got a joke together. So, yeah, that, I'll give you that one. Well done. So it's not retired yet. And not yet. May I also profusely apologise to anyone who was offended by that? Aye. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> well, we know it's just old jokes here at Ricky and Clive. We mean no harm to anyone. But if you're not down with that, we've got two words for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mentality, folks, you should be having over the next couple of days when someone tells you you should go watch something. Tell them anyway, to go folks. fuck yourself. Yep. Right. Take care. Enjoy NXT. Enjoy AEW. Enjoy SmackDown this Friday. And fuck, hopefully we get to see The Fiend win on Sunday. Yes, enjoy Hell in a Cell. Yep. And, and we'll be back next week, folks. Yep. Take care, folks. Take care and love one another. Definitely. But go fuck yourselves as well. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.